Hello, welcome. Happy Taco Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Tuesday. I'm Linda, your host of 90 Days of Melanated Way, and I am happy. I'm happy today. So let's give, uh, I want to start out with shout outs. It's an updated shout out to my day ones. There are some people that I have not gone back on the list. Um, so I want to shout these new people out as well. So Mary, Tenny, Rodella, Linda, Lydia, Devin, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Jean, Amanda, and Jalisa. Thank you all for your continued support being ride or dies. I totally appreciate it. Uh, everyone else, thank you for joining me. However you found me, welcome to the family. Shout out to the live chat. Uh, I see Rodella in there. I see Crystal in there, our day oneers. Uh, let's talk all things 90 Day Bears All. And mind you, I'm a little like camera shy um, about it because of everything that's going on with YouTube, but I will get past it. I will get past it and we'll talk about it. So my overall thoughts of Bears All, uh, episode two, it was really good. It was really good. I feel like they're sucking us in that all day, every day, all we're going to do is watch 90 days because I feel like you have to watch Bears All if you watch 90 days because there's so much unedited footage that they show that they can't show on cable TV that they're showing on the streaming Discovery Plus now. So it's like, oh my goodness, that happened, that happened. And it's amazing what editing does. Like, Editing is everything, really. And you can make something seem a certain way just on the way you edit it. So super fascinating to me. Um, and yeah, like Rick Crystal said, it's kind of like there's no tell-all. So this is the tell-all. So you kind of have to watch it so to see what happens because they bring past cast members, current cast members, and they talk about like all the drama that we're still like, doo, 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 like what happened there and what happened there and what happened there? Anyhow, uh, they start off with Tariq and Dean and y'all, this literally brought a tear to my eye. I am so sad for Tariq and Dean in that relationship because I don't think they realize what they're fighting about. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not as petty as what they're making it seem. So overall, Still fighting. They haven't talked in over a year, almost two years. They haven't talked, y'all. Almost two years. Like, how can you not? That's your brother. That's your family. That's your blood. And you're fighting over what? You guys are fighting over pillow talk. So they're fighting over, which is interesting to me. And I want to know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments and definitely let me, let me know in the live chat. But they're fighting over an Annie and Robert thing. So if you guys remember their last scene on pillow talk, it was Robert and Annie and going to the thrift store and they, Dean and Tariq saw things completely differently. So Dean's like, yo, you brought this girl over here. You should have enough money to like take care of her. That's supposed to be your girl. And Tariq's like, nah, that, this guy's a single dad. You know, he's got to watch his money. He's got a family to provide for. So there was two different points of view there and it got heated and it got heated. And I was like, are they fighting about Annie? And Robert, or is there something more deep-seated going on here, right? So let's kind of flesh that out a bit because I have my thoughts on what I think is really going on. So here's what I think is really going on. Hence, the title is Hollywood Thicker Than Blood. I think, as we all know, that Tariq, he wants to be a rapper, right? With his hot sauce, 
He's releasing an album coming soon. And we know that that's a passion of his. So he's a creative. But we also know that Dean wanted to be or is a stabbed comedian, right? So you have two creatives who now all of a sudden get thrust into the limelight and people love them, right? They love the banter. They think it's funny or they hate them, but still watch because people love to hate. So you have two people. Now, in my mind, Tariq's like, yo, this is my thing. I brought you on, but I'm still the star. But people were really starting to like Dean. And just like um, Sean mentioned, she's like, well, Dean, was Dean getting too popular? Is that what the issue was? Because Dean was really getting popular. And then, so you have two brothers kind of vying for the limelight. And who's the star and whose show is this type of thing? Is it Tariq's show because he's the 90-dayer? Or is it Dean's show because Dean is naturally funny? And you saw them kind of battle it out. And what was sad to me, y'all, is that Tariq looked like he was going to cry. He really looked like he was going to cry. Like he's sitting there. He's continuing to tell his side of the story. And he's his side is like he didn't understand what happened. Yeah, it got heated. But that's how they talk to each other. They've always talked to each other like that. He feels like they're both alpha males. And I think he called them uh, silverback gorillas. And so you can't have two kings in one jungle. That's how he kind of described it. And I was like, okay, I, I get that. You guys are both being alpha, but I also think it's a Hollywood and it's that Bright Lights Big City vibe where one of you wants to be like, hey, I'm the star and you're the co-star and don't get it twisted, right? And so I think that that's where it stemmed from. I think Tariq is mad because they were so popular. And like he said in earlier episodes that that was their money. They were making money and all of a sudden one day, boom, Dean quits, you know, moves across the world and blocks him. They don't talk anymore. And he feels like that's money out of my pocket. And not only is it money out of his pocket, it's the stardom. It's the lights, camera, action. And, you know, there's no lights, camera, action anymore because it's not going to just be Tariq on Pillow Talk and... I mean, maybe they'll do Tariq and Hazel. I don't know. But they were the stars and they were three seasons in. And three seasons in, it was a mess. What do you guys think? Do you think that they're actually fighting with each other? Or do you think they're fighting for the limelight? Because I personally think they're fighting for the limelight. And one of them wants to be the star. And one of them wants them to remember that they're the star. Um, Crystal says... I thought it was crazy that the scenes that they had them fighting, yes, but this interview gave me hope. I got stubborn family members who argue over crap and stop talking, but they get it together in time. Something more important um, brings them closer. Okay, so let's talk about that. So Tariq finds out from Sean that Dean is having a baby with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's five months pregnant. And literally you could see him tear up like Tariq was tearing up for real for real now let's not forget that he was hiding in the back because he didn't want to confront Dean and then Sean kind of coaxed him out of it and then he teared up he's like yo we don't even know this chick we don't know her like that why am I coming on tv finding out from this chick that you're having a baby that I'm going to be an uncle and I felt that. I felt that to my core. I felt that in my soul. I was like, five months, 
your woman's pregnant five months. You couldn't send a text. You couldn't tell a mom to tell me to, to like, he had no idea. And you could tell that he was blindsided. And it was really, really, really sad. Like I saw like he wanted to cry. And you know what I saw in that, you guys? I really saw that he really loves his brother. And I think that Dean is a little bit butthurt. I think that Dean did think, I'm just going to say it. I think that Dean did think that, yeah, I'm the star here. People love me and I am getting more popular. So you should let me finish my jokes. You should let me take the lead on this. Because even when he said, you know, think back to season one. You know, Tariq's character is more like chill, laid back, and he's like the logical one. And I'm more like loud and boisterous and the funny one, right? And then he's like, but as the seasons went on, you could see like he was kind of taking on my personality and taking on my persona. And Dean didn't like that. And it was like a competition. And again, it goes back to who's the star of the show. And it's sad, you guys. It's sad because blood is blood. Family is family. At the end of the day, when the lights go out, you quit the show. Are we still going to be having beef about what you did five years ago, what you did 10 years ago? And as we all know, in this pandemic, you know, we're spending more time away from the people that we love. So I just think it was really sad. Like it really... That segment was a really sad segment to me. I thought like you could see the love, but you could also see the anger. Now, I do also think that there's some underlying issues besides both wanting to be the superstars of 90 Day. I think that the brothers, because this is interesting to me, I think that the brothers have some other issues um, that are personal that we don't know about. But I do think it's interesting that they both decided that they're going to um, get involved and in relationships with women abroad and Asian women specifically. And what does that say about them and their, their preferences? And if we take it back to like all the different stereotypes that are out there, because I know that it's not like this, but I think of like their generation, because what Tariq is like 46. And um, I know that Dean is in his mid forties as well. So, you know, you, you think about like how they grew up and what they think and like, you know, being alpha males, like they say, and the kings of the jungle, jungle excuse me, that they say, um, and being quote unquote, the head of the household. And I wonder if that's like a whole part of that thing. It's like a weird sibling rivalry and who's, who's going to be the the one up, who's going to be the better brother, who's going to be the more successful brother, who's going to have, you know, the woman and the kid and the house and the picket fence and that whole thing. I think that there's a little bit of that going on. Um, and so it's sad. It's sad because it played out on TV and now you have a fractured relationship and that fractured relationship, honestly, you guys, I don't think, I don't think that they're going to make it. I don't think anytime soon, at least. Um, when Sean played that footage and there were like F-bombs flying everywhere. Guys, there was a ton of F-bombs, by the way. Bomb, bomb, drop this and drop that and F this and F that. And you looked at Dean's face and obviously Dean hadn't seen that footage before. And you could tell he was already putting that wall up and 
he's like over it. Like that's the vibe I got. Like he's over it. He's like, you know what? This relationship, it is what it is. I'm tired of the BS. I'm tired of the drama he said. I'm tired of the manipulation. He just wants peace. That's all he wants. And having to go halfway across the world to the Philippines to find it, in my opinion, is sad. So this whole segment just made me really, really, really sad. Um, Crystal says, right? Tariq wants to be Thai. That threw me. Yeah. I I feel bad for them. And I hope that they can put their egos down. I hope they can put the fame down. And I just hope that they can work it out. Because that's your bro, bro. Like, work that out. Make it happen. However you got to make it happen. And when Sean said, hey, Dean, this has to be continued. But will you unblock him? And Dean's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when he was like, peace, I was like, oh, see? Nope. They're not ready. They're not ready. And they're not ready to hear each other because they were talking at each other and not listening and both trying to control the narrative. You know, when Tariq is asking, well, I said this, yes or no, yes or no. And then Dean would be like, blah, 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 blah. Yes or no, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, y'all aren't even listening to each other, like at all. You're talking at each other. You both are stuck in whatever you think was right in that moment. But, you know, neither of you are right because who's suffering? 90 Days not suffering. The show isn't suffering. Pillow Talk went on. It's your relationship with each other that's suffering. So work that shit out. Work it out and move past it because... Yeah, you're out of pocket, but you're also out of a relationship. And I think that at the end of the day, that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Crystal, not here forever. It really won't be here forever. So then what do you do? Um, Before I forget, guys, there's a poll at the bottom of your screen. Three questions. Make sure that you hit up those three questions so that we can talk about it in the end, at the end of the show. Um, do I want to say anything else about these two? No, it just broke my heart. It broke my heart. It broke my heart that Tariq looked like he was about to cry. Uh, you could tell that there was love for them. And this argument is like a non-argument. Do you know? Like it's, it's what you're arguing about. Is it worth this relationship? Is it worth your family? I guess it's up to you guys to decide, but Y'all need to put that to the side. You guys have kids. You guys have like wives, potential future wives coming up, probably more kids, you know, cousins. They all need to know each other. So you guys need to like work it out. And if not, just do it for the kids. How about that? Do it for the kids. Suck it up and do it for the kids. That's an adult thing to do. Um, Moving on. So this one, this section is going to be a little hard because I, I, I tried to think about the proper words and how I was going to talk about this section. So bear with me stumbling a little bit because I'm trying to be, you know, PG rated. Um, so Robert and Annie. Um, I delivered a kid in the Philippines and bring Tariq with me for the birth. You should do it. Yes. Yes. Crystal is a midwife and she travels. So that's a great idea. I love it. 
and they should film it. And then you should be part of 90 day, like an extension of 90 day. So this next section, Robert and Annie, we find out that Robert and Annie are actually Sean's favorite couple. She didn't want to say that, but she did say it. And Robert and Annie tend to be fan favorites of the 90 day whole universe. People love them. They've been on every, they, like, they're really the day oneers to not season one, but like day oneers in that they've done 90 days before the 90 days, happily ever after, uh, 90 day now, they have a cooking spinoff. So they're really like a 90 day success story. Um, but there's, <laughs> they came in to talk about their relationship and specifically their sexual relationship. Um, and they showed some too hot for TV stuff and they flashed us back to when uh, Annie and David were in California and they have like sex shops everywhere, left, right, center, and they went into one and they did the whole like sex toys thing um, and had some fun with it. And then uh, Annie was surprised by like the size of some of the toys. And one of them really surprised her that she was like, oh my Buddha. and. I guess the only way I could do it was is like this. And I, I, if you're listening, it's power to the people. So she was surprised by that part. <laughs> um, and then they talked a lot about their own relationship and like how often they have sex, where they have sex, what they're into. You know, there's some whips and whips and chains going on in there. We found out that, which I'm not surprised by. So we found out that, you know, David likes Annie to be in charge. And I can see that. And he said, because she's younger, you know, she's probably more like a whipper, a whipper keeper. Um, but I can see that. I can see that because he always says, you know, my queen, he calls my queen, my queen, my queen all the time. So I could see that translating into the bedroom as well. And um, they talked about uh, experience that they had that had a little bit of like a oopsie, oopsie. And let's just say, say like there were veneers involved. There was some, uh, some situation going on, you know, at the finale. And uh, so David needed to get some new veneers. So I say all that to say that it was all, their whole sex segment was about sexy time and what they like to do. And it was, it was pretty, it was pretty racy y'all. It was, I was surprised. I was like, this is a pretty racy sex segment for the two that are seem least problematic, you know, with all the drama and you guys know there's always drama in the 90 day universe, but these two seem to like skirt under the radar for all that drama. Uh, and they stay, stay super neutral, even when other cast members are battling around them, they seem super neutral. Um, so I was surprised that they were so open, but you know, I think that's what people like about them is that they're so open about who they are and what they like and what they do that it's relatable. Um, Crystal says, I would love to see Annie hang with Candy Burris one day. I was shocked at how much thinner David was in the old footage. I did notice that, you guys. I did notice that. I noticed that um, he looked a lot thinner. And 
um, I'm glad you brought that up because they talked about some of the work that they've gotten done and Annie's gotten her eyes done. There's a, she didn't say this on the show, but there's a rumor that she got her nose done. Um, she said something about her wisdom teeth, which is not really like getting work done. Like if you have to get your wisdom teeth out, then you get your wisdom teeth out. But David, I noticed, uh, David's coloring his hair black, like black, black, and it's noticeable. I think he must have just done it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and he has veneers. But, you know, it's it's probably lovely. You know, he's happy. He's he's in a relationship that's loving and caring for him. So, you know, that kind of happens, right? Sometimes, sometimes when you're in a relationship, you don't realize that you and your partner put on weight because you're just so happy and you're like, eating and happy and loveless and maybe you know not being as active because you guys are just together spending time eating it's possible crystal says he had that hair restoration surgery can't remember what it's called i don't know it's called but yeah yeah and then he has he's had to have dyed the hair because the hair was extra black and i don't ever remember his hair being that black so yeah that was them it was all sexy talk, uh, like Annie likes to call it, boom, boom talk. And that was really it. Then we moved on to the Brittany and Yazan part two. Now, my first question, as I saw it, I was like, where's Brittany's family? Because we had Brittany, and then we had Yazan, and we had Yazan's dad and Yazan's brother and Adam. And it just seemed like unbalanced to me at first, because I was like, oh, she's about to get attacked. And she's about to, like, what? what's happening here? And they didn't dis disappoint, y'all. They are still fighting. Like, those two will never talk again. Those two will never be together. Those two won't be like, hey, you know, we dated back in the day, and let's be friends. Like, I just don't see it. So the issue was that the family, Yazan's family, completely disapproved of Brittany. And they showed the footage when the dad said, hey, you know what? Uh, if you marry her, uh, I will be your father and I will kill you and I will be his murderer. They showed that part, right? And Yazan's dad, Ziad, was like, you know what, Brittany, everything you said that was a lie, everything you said that you were going to do, you didn't do. And, you know... All I see is you naked on social media, naked in your music video. And he likened her to like a porn star and likened her to a stripper and said that she never, she told them that she was studying Islam and she was been studying it for three years. And then she said, well, I didn't say that. And I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but she's like, I didn't say that. I said something about the nation of Islam. Brittany, you know you're wrong for that. You know you're wrong for that. Like, whether you said it or not, or whether you said, hey, I'm studying Islam and I'm interested in learning more, you know that these Jordanians, Jordanians, these guys did not know anything about this nation of Islam business that you're talking about. That is, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm Canadian, but that seems like it's an American thing that maybe is not an international thing that every person in every household would know. So you kind of were doing like the two-step there, if indeed that's what you said. 
because it sounds like to me, if I'm reading through the lines, that's probably what you did say was that, you know what, you're studying um, Islam and you've been studying it for three years and then you're now backtracking and saying, oh no, I said something about the nation of Islam. Just didn't make sense. It was like, wait, what? Yeah, girl, I was like, what? Crystal said, exactly. What, what? What are you even talking about? Sounds crazy. So Brittany says that everything that Yuzan says is a lie, just a lie. She's like, you know what? Your son is a liar. He's a liar, a liar, a liar. He's been lying to you since day one. And then because I was thinking it, all of a sudden Gregory pops on. So Gregory, it's Gregory and Brittany and then Yuzan's brother and dad and Yuzan and Adam. And, you know, Gregory is coming on to not so much fight for Brittany, but just to kind of be her backup, I'm thinking. And he was like, you know what? I was there. I heard some of those conversations. And, you know, your son's a liar. And your son tells lies. And that's what it is. And he has done some terrible things. It is what it is. That was his whole vibe. And if you're going to, if I was there, because they showed some footage of when Yazan's mom got mad at Brittany. And Greg's like, if I was there, you know, you would have seen Chicago style defense. Like, we don't play like that. And I can't believe that you attacked my daughter like that. Like, if I had known, it would have been a different story. And, you know, any dad is going to be that way. Any dad is going to want to protect their child, no matter if that never ends. That's for life. Any dad is going to protect their child, how whatever it takes. So that happened. And so uh, Ziad was like, you know what? I know my son. And if indeed all the stuff that you're telling me that he was lying, he lied because he was in love with you and he was doing it for you. And you didn't appreciate it. And you yourself didn't come correct. And I'm starting to believe that you know what? All the stuff that we heard and all the stuff that we believed is true. Brittany went all the way off. I I was confused because I was like, is she getting mad at Adam? Because Adam's the translator. No one get mad at Adam. Adam is just translating what one party is saying to the other party. He has no, you know, stake in this. He's just literally translating so that everyone can be on the same page. But no, F-bombs. F-bombs left, right, and center. Started, like, trying to fight over each other. I was like, oh, Lord. Can we just all be adults? Can we all just settle down? And here's my question to you guys, and it's one of my questions in the poll, but if you're watching the replay on YouTube, I really want to know, because I personally could never, ever, never, ever. Can you? She was cussing left, right, and center in front of her dad, and so was Zidane in front of his dad. And, and on national TV. Now, as you guys know, African parents, 100%. There is no way, there is, like, look at me in my face right now. Do I seem nervous? I am a little nervous because just thinking about it is giving me heart palpitations. There is no way that I would ever be cussing up a storm in front of my parents. There's no way, I would be dead under the ground, okay? So that part was shocking to me. It was, sh I was, I was like, 
am I a prude? Am I getting old? It's because I'm I'm none of those things. So like I'm trying to figure out why this was so disturbing to me. I was like, oh yeah, it's because strict African parents. Like, there's no way. And so I want to know, in your family, do you do you cuss in front of your your parents? And are they cool with that? Or do your parents cuss back at you? Because in my household, there would no there would be no way that you're throwing F bombs at all. Literally, you would be dead. I will kill you. I will be your murderer. That would happen to me in real life. So that is basically what happened with Brittany and Nizan. They hate each other. They continue to fight. They continue to talk over each other. The families don't believe either party. And I personally think that they're both culpable. They both came to the table for different reasons. And I've said it from the very, very beginning. I didn't really believe that they were ever going to be a real couple. I think that our theory at the 90 day, the melanated way, all of us, we all think, and if you are new to us or you have a different opinion, definitely let me know, but you don't wife up, husband up, partner up, whatever you call it, your vacay bay. And I know that they met through the the sister and all of that stuff, but she did go there and meet him in real life. And she was on vacay to meet him. And I think what goes on there stays there. That I'm a solid believer in that because it's not real life. You're on vacation. So put that in with all the other differences that these two had there was no way that they were going to make it out. And I still, I'm trying to understand how, because Brittany was on the other way, how she was going to go on the other way and move to Jordan and pursue her music career, pursue like uh, her influencer status, all of that stuff. I'm trying to figure that out. So how is that going to work? But that just gave me a flash because when they talked about um, the dad killing or threatening to kill Yazan, Brittany was like, that was all a hoax. That was all a hoax. She thinks that Yazan made it bigger, a bigger deal than it was because he wanted to pressure Brittany to go back to the US and get that K-1 visa and bring them over to America. Now, I'm going to tease a little bit on our Wednesday gossip stuff because I have some Wednesday gossip because as we all know, Yazan has a new girlfriend and the new girlfriend is in America. And, um, you know, it's interesting that his girlfriends are American. So I'm going to tease that little teaser. I'm going to talk a lot about it on tomorrow's news and gossip show. But I I do think Brittany has a point there. I do think that she might've been right about that because if you indeed want a nice, um, Muslim woman, you're in the right country to find that right in front of your face. So why is it that you're looking elsewhere and especially to Americans who perhaps don't have the same values and belief system as you? So I'm going to, I'm going to say on that one, I really believe Brittany had a little, there's some truth to what she was saying there. Um, Yeah. That was that was Brittany. Chris was asking, well, didn't the dad say I had to 
say what I needed to do. Yeah. So the dad said that because he wanted, the dad said, he said I was going to kill Yazan because he really wanted Yazan to wake up and see what was really going on. He wanted Yazan to understand the severity of what the situation was causing because in their faith and belief, this was never going to be okay if she didn't truly convert over and truly be who they wanted her to be. It was just never going to be. So the dad said that he would kill him. The dad said, uh, cut him off from his job, kicked him out of the house, exiled him. And Adam explained that they had two choices, right? They could either kill him or exile him. And they chose to exile him. But the dad did say he was just saying that stuff so that it would open Yazan's eyes and make him make the right decisions in his life. And I think that Yazan feels... From this, I feel like Yazan feels like he made the wrong decisions getting involved with Brittany. But I also think, too, that he had an ulterior motive for himself. Because if you think about it, he was willing to risk all that, right? So if everything that we've heard and seen is true, he was w willing to risk all of that because he loved Brittany or he loved what Brittany represented. And Brittany represented perhaps a new life, the American dream. You know, there's rumors that he wants to be a model. So maybe he could come to America and be a model, you know, that whole thing. Um, the live chat is saying, if I'm cussing, it's for a reason. And I just say, sorry, mama, at the end. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, 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 I'm, I'm glad I, I know that. I want to know more. I want to know all y'all, what y'all do in your household. I really want to know if I just have super strict parents or what. Um, bum, 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 bum. Oh, I also wanted to talk about, because I mentioned it last week on our show that has disappeared into thin air because of some random person. Um, but so remember I talked about last week how Yazan said that he was going to quit smoking. And then I made a joke that he wasn't going to quit smoking because this 90 day bears all was really like bringing it to him, like bringing the heat. But I did notice this week that the dad smokes. So the dad smokes. Hey, Lydia. Hey, girl. Hey, the dad smokes. The brother smokes. Yazan smokes. So they all are smokers in the house. And the dad, um, he had like this paper in his hand, but then he had a cigarette and it almost looked like he wanted to light it, like he was frustrated with the whole situation, but then he just put it back in his hand. Did you guys notice that too? I was like, oh, so this is a, this is like a family thing. You just all, y'all just smoke. That was just a side note. I noticed it, stood out to me. That was that. So the next and last couple, Jovi and Yara. <laughs> So first off, I thought Yara looked amazing. I think she looks amazing. Um, I thought it was so interesting, the first thing Sean said to her. Because it goes with, and I don't know if you guys caught um, my collab with the Celeb Talk Guy, but we talked all about it. It's on my channel, so make sure to go check it out. But we talked about this whole thing going on with Yara and Jovi, whether she's pregnant, whether they got married, whether they're together, all of that. We talked about all of it. 
So the first thing that Sean said, and it just was like a light bulb to me. She said, why bring up, oh, I, that's my note. Sean said, uh, we're not going to mention if you're in the U.S. or in the Ukraine. And my note said, why bring up whether she's in the U.S. or the Ukraine? Because that's weird. Because who asked? No one asked. You just you just offer that up. So that just goes to my theory. Like, So here's, I'm going to add on to what Max and I talked about the other day. I think this is what's happened. I think that they got married and they indeed had a baby. I think that they are still together, you guys, but I think that she went back to the Ukraine to be around family and the baby, as well as ride out this season so that they're not like seen together, no spoilers and all of that. Now I say all that to say that that's my super theory, that that's what I thought when Sean brought that random thing up out the gate. Now, the other thing it can be because it can be, it can't be, but the, I'm gonna stick with my theory, but I'm gonna give you like a clip, like a side note, okay? And the side note is there was a Reddit user who took a picture of what was supposedly supposed to be Yara and Jovi recently. And so that was the theory that she was still in America and they were together. It's possible. It's possible it wasn't them. Anything's possible. I'm going to stick to my theory. I think that they they are together, but they're not physically together right now. And she's she's with family, with her daughter, and you know, getting acclimated to being a new mom. So that's my theory on them. So back to her and they bring on Sarah, which is <laughs> Jovi's friend. She made that very, very clear. And here's my theory on that. So they show some footage of Sarah and Klein and Klein's like, yeah, I'm Jovi's friend and blah, blah, blah. They're giving like a backstory of Jovi and she chimes in and I'm Jovi's friend too. I was like, okay. That would have probably been clear since the two of you are here on air talking about Jovi. Okay. So Sean shows some footage um, of Sarah talking smack about Yara, saying like she's a webcam scammer, all of this stuff, just bad stuff. And it was awkward. It was awkward to me. Um, but Yara, I felt, took it in stride. What do you guys think? Like she took it in stride. She's like, yeah, I mean, I guess if I looked on social media and I saw all this stuff too, I could see how you would think that instead of being mad. So I think personally, my opinion is that Sarah, and I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Sarah either has some like deep seated feelings for, for Jovi and has feelings for him, or she's just a super hater because she all she's bringing is negative vibes. She's only talking smack about Jovi. That's all she does. We saw it in the other episode when they went and got their Manny Petties and she was like, he's this, he's that, he's that, he sleeps with strippers and his ex-girlfriend peed in the bed. And then some of the never be seen, 
never seen before footage was like her in Jovi's bedroom and they're talking about that situation. I was just like, well, why are you in the bedroom? Like, and why are you so invested in what Jovi's doing and who Jovi's dating and who Jovi is sleeping with if you have a man and a kid? Like, why are you all invested in it? Either you're living vicariously through him and you still want to be that party chick or you are indeed in love with this dude and you don't want him to be with anyone else, so you're sabotaging his relationship. Lydia says, thirsty broad. And Crystal says, they together, not physically be together because Jovi is working. So maybe she went back home for help since Jovi isn't home with her. Yeah, that just goes into my, my theory. Yeah. But uh, with friends like Sarah, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure about her, you guys. I think that she has ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I said it, and I'm going to say it again. I think that she has feelings for him and prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. And Sarah, you can prove me wrong too. I know that you got a man and a kid, but it seems like you're doing a little too much busy work in someone else's relationship. And maybe you should just busy your way back to your own relationship. And if you're such a person that saw all these things about how Jovi was acting and behaving, then you were part of it too. So... I don't know. <laughs> Lydia says it must be Sarah with an H because an H cause H R U. I think it's not with an H. At least that's, I was spelling with an H, but on that show, it was just S A R A, if I remember correctly. And then they talked a little bit about the, like their first time meeting, their meet cute, and, you know, of course. Yara wasn't feeling Jovi in the beginning. She thought he was just disgusting, dressed terribly and all of that. But somehow he won her heart and they're together and, you know, they made it work. And, you know, they've been together for some time now. So this is not all brand new. And as we already know, spoiler alert, if you don't already know, like they're married. So they make it. They make it and they're making it work. So, yeah, that was really it my I went from sadness with Dean and Tariq because I honestly am really sad for them to shock with Annie and David because I learned way too much about their their sexual relationship to laughing was I laughing I was kind of laughing but I was more like confused like confused laughed uh with the Jovi and Yara segment. So that was it. What do y'all think? Like, did you guys enjoy the show? Like, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I thought it's an excellent addition to 90 Day that we're currently watching. And um, I thought it was, it was interesting. We didn't have like a, a show like we had last week, but overall it was good. Annie and David was out there. Too much information. Yeah, it was a lot, right? It was, I was like, where is this coming from? You guys flew to LA to talk about your sex life? And, and I just am giving you like a recap. You guys have to watch the show for yourself to like really experience how open they were about the things that were going on in the boom, boom room. Uh, Crystal says, I wasn't surprised, though. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. Well, I was a little surprised that they were so open. But I wasn't surprised that they were, you know, 
it's always like the ones that are prim and proper that have a little bit of like spice to them. I'm convinced of that. Convinced of that. And I wanted to say something super funny. And I think I'll, I'll end it with that. So, you know, when Yara was complaining about him wearing like jeans and then they thought it was bell bottom jeans, but there was like a boot cut jeans with sneakers and a jacket that had fur. I could not stop thinking about that song and I'm probably going to butcher it because singing is not in my wheelhouse, but that apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur, that one, I, it was over and over in my mind as she was explaining it. I was giggling. That's why I was laughing at thinking this section because that's it. I couldn't get it out of my mind. Right? Chris, are you? <laughs> yeah. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. See? See? You guys, you guys heard it in your mind too when that came out because that was my whole segment there. I was like, oh. You don't like that look. That must be like an American thing and not a Euro thing. I wonder if that song was like a super hit around the world. You think? Yeah, see? Next thing you know, she got low, low, low. <laughs> I'm a mess. But yeah, you go back and watch that, that part. And that's exactly how Yara was like so dry about it and saying that that was disgusting. That's the part that was like, that song popped in my mind and that's all I could see. That's all I can see now. Anywho, that was the show. Oh, except I do want to talk about one thing before I forget about it is I want to know how you guys feel about, how can I explain this? The stereotype of strippers and prostitutes and the shame that seems to be out there. I think it's, your body, your choice. I think that um, this is a whole other conversation and I know it's deeper than what I'm gonna make it be to be, but I think that, and I know that there's other issues going on, trust me, I, I know. But I do think that to shame someone on top of all the other things that are going on is kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? So the part where they're talking about like the sperm in her hair and walking the streets and looking dirty and being dirty, You know, I think that that's a stereotype and I think that there's some shaming there and I think that you don't know someone's life. And I've known strippers in my life and some of them are doing what they have to do in order to have food on the table and take care of their family. And as far as prostituting, you don't know that woman's life and you don't know how she got to where she's going to and you don't know who's taking an advantage of her and why she's doing it and what esteem issues she has. So I think instead of shaming someone on top of it all, you can just mind your business because I also think too, that sex work is work. They're working. And I don't remember the song, but I know that there's a song where they talk about how, you know, prostitutes, get money when they sleep with people. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of y'all out there watching this, sleeping around for free. So just think of that when you're just, you know, putting all the 
the shame out there and, and all of that. I think everyone's body is their own body. They do what they want to do with it. And we don't know someone else's circumstances. And we definitely don't know what goes on uh, behind closed doors or how people were raised. We just don't know. So uh, Lydia said, Yara's going to be another Elizabeth on OnlyFans hypocrites. Okay. I know this is totally not the show, but that was really all that happened. I do want to talk a little bit about the leak. So... This is definitely going to be in news and gossip, but I, it just happened. Y'all, I'm just, and I'm not going to name anyone. I'm just going to say there was a Reddit person who leaked the OnlyFans stuff from the 90 Day World. And I'll say this. Everyone's on OnlyFans. Everyone is on OnlyFans. Everyone. Everyone. Even if you think that person's not on OnlyFans, guess what? They're on OnlyFans. Uh, so it leaked. It's all over social media. They, I'm sure they've pulled it down by now. But y'all, I can't unsee some of the things that I, I've seen. I just, I can't unsee it. I can't, I can't unsee it. I don't, I, 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 And if you, <laughs> you've watched the show before, I'll say this. There's there's no way. There's no way because, you know, African parents, there's no way. But I respect the hustle because these people are making so much money. So much money. So much money. So, 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 so much money. They are making like $30,000, $40,000 a month. And I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them. But I guess what I didn't realize was I don't know what I thought it was. I think I thought it was just like little, like, you know, a little shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I think that that's what I thought it was. It's not that. It, it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. And it, it's, it's a lot more. I just want to name all the names. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I can't unsee. But I will say this, you guys. Everyone, look me in my eyes. Everyone is on OnlyFans and they're making a buttload of money, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. That's happening. And uh, I'm shooketh. I'm shooketh. And we can talk more about it in news and gossip. And maybe I'll throw some names out there. But again, everyone, everyone on OnlyFans. Which also, I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with this question. If everyone's on OnlyFans, then why is one person penalized over the other people? There's more to that story. I'm starting to be, maybe I'm going to be a 90-day conspiracy theorist. And y'all... As you can see, I'm shook. I'm totally shook. I'm shook by it. But that's, that happened yesterday. I can't unsee. And in the live chat, they're like, what, everyone? What? Double standard. Okay, so let's say there are 10 people. And that's just a random. I'm only saying it because, you know, I have 10. So there are 10 people in the whole 90-day universe. Okay, there was just 10, just there was 10 and 
That's all we know. Out of those 10, only one of them is not on OnlyFans. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the show y'all. I love y'all. Um, thank you so much for being here. Definitely make sure if you're watching the replay that you like and subscribe and maybe send it to a friend and tell another friend, tell another friend to come on over to the Melanated Way and be a part of our family and make sure that you are a subscriber. So you get our alerts, alerts on, and you're following us all across social media at 90 Days of Melanated Way. And if you like celebrity news and you like celebrity gossip, um, I do report over at Linda is so girly, G-I-R-L-I-E. And I just did a really lovely, lovely interview um, with Yvonne Tennant from BET Plus's excellent show. You guys are, nope, not me, nope, not me. What? Oh, the polls, the polls, the polls, the polls. Yes, I got you on the polls. Um, but definitely check me out at Linda is so girly if you want the latest and greatest in celebrity news. And I cannot forget about the poll questions, which if you know me, I tend to forget. So luckily I have the live chat to remind me. So the first poll question was, can you cuss in front of your parents? Can you cuss in front of your parents? With 100% of the vote, yeah, it's no big deal. Really? Or with 0% no, do what, where, when? That would have been my answer. Yeah, it's no big deal. What, I I don't know what world I live in. You guys are blowing my mind right now. And if you guys in, on Instagram, on Instagram, if you guys on, I'm shook. I need to gather my thoughts. Y'all can cuss in front of your parents and it's not a big deal? Radella. Radella, can you cuss in front of your mama? Please tell me. I want to know. If you're still there, Radella, can you cuss in front of your mama? Second question was, oh, she said I can now. I'm grown. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This is an alternate universe right now. Crystal says, now not in front of my grandmother. You guys are blowing my mind. Second question was, do you think Dean and Tariq will make up? 75% of you said, yes, they are family. And 25% says, no, the relationship is too fractured. That would have also been my vote. No, I think that they're not going to make up nowhere in the near future. I think that they're probably going to make up maybe later, five years down the road, or maybe the ba maybe Dean's baby will be what brings them back together. But for now, no. And then with the battle between Yazan and Brittany, who do you believe? Are you team Brittany or are you team Yazan? With 66.7% of the vote, people are team Brittany. And with 33.3% of the vote, team Yazan. So we're split just like them. Split. We don't know who to believe. We don't know who to believe. Crystal says, too, I think the baby will bring them closer. Yeah, I think that when Tariq started tearing up, hearing that on national TV, I think that shook him. He was shooketh. And uh, I think that maybe that will change things for him. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited about news and gossip. 
Uh, as you know, there was an OnlyFans leak. We're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about the Jihoon situation and him having like some blogger raise 50000 so that he can see his kid and what that whole thing is about. Uh, we are going to talk about the Andrew and Amira drama because they both are dropping receipts and I've got all of the receipts. So that's just the tip of the iceberg for tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you guys um tomorrow Lydia says I recently became team Brittany so tomorrow you know I'm doing this detox I'm not drinking but I'll bring I'll bring my water you guys bring your adult beverages because I'm about to blow your mind you about to lose your job hit that beat you about to lose your that same thing I'm about to blow your mind I'm gonna start that that and the other thing what's that one that's going on there's a challenge going on, the Buss It Challenge. I'm all about it. It got me so distracted today. I was like, I want to do the Buss It Challenge. Anyhow, let me go back to work, y'all. Good night.